feel like as I get older, I realize life is so short. And so why should you be stuck doing something you don't want to do? So if what you want to do is create a a business or a brand that's going to help you live that life of your dreams, we want to help you do that. Welcome to The Digital Dreamer, where we believe it's possible to escape the suffocating nine-to-five, achieve financial independence, have the freedom to do the things you love, and contribute to the greater good, all by being smart about digital marketing. Hi, everyone. I'm Abby. And I'm Kim. And we are so excited to be recording our first ever episode of our brand new podcast, A little fun fact about us is we are a mother-daughter duo from two different generations. And we are so excited to be able to share our unique perspectives on social media and content marketing today. So you might be wondering, does the world really need another marketing podcast? And my answer is absolutely the world does. We just got back from PodFest, which was at the end of May, and I just saw so many amazing speakers and was so inspired and thought, yes, we need to create a podcast. And who better to do that with than my number one traveling partner, Abby. And I just thought we have so many friends who have such brilliant ideas who just don't know how to make those ideas come to life on social media. And we thought, what better way to help not only people we know, but people we don't know with social media and marketing than to create a podcast, walking them through it step by step. I just had a conversation with somebody over the weekend where they were telling us, oh, you guys always have such good ideas and I wish I could do this or that, or I wish I could start a business. And my answer always is, of course you can. Anybody can do these things. And so that's part of what I want to do with this new podcast is, help people realize that if you have an idea, you can make it come to life. And I think that people oftentimes think that doing all of this on social media is a lot harder than it needs to be, but it can be so easy once you know what you're doing. So we're here to help you figure out, figure out how to do this for yourself. So I'm Kim and I live in Kansas City with two of our dogs And then a grand dog that comes over occasionally when she needs doggy daycare. And Abby lives in New York City. And she's currently visiting right now. Abby, what is one of your favorite things that you've done in Kansas City this visit? One of my favorite things I've done in Kansas City this visit? So this visit, we've actually been traveling a lot. And I've been in Omaha twice. So I actually haven't been, I feel like, in Kansas City very much for this visit. But we had a birthday party for a for a tiny baby, and then we did a 3rd of July celebration. My uncle always does a 3rd of July celebration at his lake house, so we went up for that. And so that's always fun, just being in the lake and being around family. And one thing everybody needs to know about you is that you are the queen of charcuterie boards. I am, and I made a dessert board for the 3rd of July party, and it had every junk food dessert you could possibly imagine on it. And of course, it was very beautiful looking. That was the most important part is that it looks beautiful, right? Yeah. Always, (laughs) always. I love charcuterie boards because they just seem so inviting. 
So one of the things that we want to do on this podcast is every week give you a really quick update on just some of the changes that are taking place in social media and content marketing. So I'm going to go first with one of my tips, which is that Facebook is starting to roll out collaborative posts, just like what you see on Instagram. You know, on Instagram, when you can tag somebody else, another creator, and then that post goes onto both of your feeds, Facebook is getting ready to roll that out now. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be interesting. So it gives you a chance to use each other's audience and hopefully get some more engagement and get your content into the feed more because we all know that that is a huge problem. And then one that I wanted to talk about was Instagram is testing a new main feed that will give videos and static images a full screen appearance on the main feed like you would see on TikTok. So you're going to be able to actually scroll through your main feed just like you would on TikTok. And they're only testing this with like a small group of users right now, but I would expect to see this coming fairly soon, maybe in the next few months to the next year. Probably sooner though, I would think. And then they're also actually considering integrating stories into this feed as well and getting rid of the stories bar at the top, which I'm not sure I like that very much. I'm not sure I'm going to like that part either because I like being able to go look just at stories. I know. Instead of having it all integrated. Well, and I know they're kind of doing that because TikTok has that right now because TikTok now has stories. And on TikTok stories, you, you can see them on someone's profile like you would on Instagram if you click on their little profile icon, but on TikTok, they're also in the feed when you're scrolling through. So I think they're kind of trying to do that as well. Yeah. And now another thing that TikTok has come out and said recently within the last couple of weeks is that they've been saying this for a while and now they're cracking down on that. And that is that they do not want you reposting the same reel that you put on TikTok with that TikTok watermark on Instagram. But now they are saying that they are going to show your reel, if it has a watermark on it from TikTok, to less people. Or, or maybe even no people. They're, they're really cracking down on it. They're saying that they might not show your... You will be penalized, basically. They're not going to show it to people. Yeah. And when we get later into the show, Abby's going to show you or talk to you about how to... Get that. You can still repurpose what you're doing on TikTok. You just have to take that watermark off. Yeah, you just have to download it without the watermark. So it is a little extra step, but if it means that your your content gets seen, it is very worth it. Definitely. Now, just another tidbit that Social Media Today reported on within the last week is that there's a new study that shows that Twitter is the most used social media platform for journalists. And I think that that is just an important thing to keep in the back of your mind because if you are doing something that's newsworthy and you're hoping to get a journalist of any kind to amplify your message or to take notice of you and decide to talk, I mean, this is a good place where you can develop relationships and connect with journalists. Now, another thing that came out this week that I am really excited about. It's going to be rolling out slowly. You're not going to see this right away. But it used to be, or for many of us, it still currently is, that when you go to post a reel, you have to post it manually every time. So you can't, if you use a scheduling app like Later or 
just any of the other apps or even Instagram's own scheduling apps, the Facebook business manager, they don't let you schedule it. So now they are going to start letting you schedule your reels, which I think will also make it easier because that's like one of the big stumbling blocks is even if you're creating your reels all ahead of time, but you want to roll them out throughout the week, you get busy and you forget. So this will make that a lot easier, I think. Well, and let's not forget the the issue that some people have had in the past where they have all of these reels saved to their drafts and then an Instagram update or something random happens and they all go missing. They're all gone. So I feel like maybe if you're able to schedule them and you don't have to have them all sitting in your drafts, that might save you some heartache if something like that were to happen to you. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's definitely another selling point. So look for that. I'm sure that that will be rolling out to your feed soon. Now, our main topic for today, the big thing we want to talk about, because Abby has been getting lots of questions on that. Yes, people keep asking me, is Instagram dying? And honestly, it's something I've, I've wondered a little bit myself. But the main reason that people are asking this is because it is harder to get new followers, it's harder to show up in the feed, and it's really hard to be discovered right now. So if you're starting from zero, it's just it almost feels impossible. And I mean, myself, I used to get like 500, 600 likes per post. And now I'm lucky if I break 100. Sometimes I'm getting 50 to 60 likes, which... It's just crazy. I mean, when you think about what I used to get, and this this would make more sense if, you know, I was someone who dropped off the face of the planet and didn't post for a few months or a year. You That's a natural thing where you would see your engagement go down when you come back. But I've been posting consistently on Instagram for about 10 years. So I, it is hard when you feel like you're being penalized for no reason. Um... Yeah, I think a lot of people are feeling that way. It's really, really frustrating because we all know that we're not seeing the engagement. We're not seeing the interaction. We're we're just not seeing the numbers that we used to. And it kind of makes you want to quit sometimes. It does. It does. Even though I I love posting on Instagram and I love looking at other people's other people's posts, their reels and their photos, but it's just it's hard to want to post anything when you feel like nobody's seeing it. So on the flip side. Instagram does have still a huge audience and they're a little bit of a copycat because they are feeling pressure from TikTok. And so that is part of what's going on is they're constantly changing the rules on us because they're feeling pressure from TikTok because TikTok is crushing them. So they're always changing the rules. And so that makes it hard for us as creators or business owners to know what to post. It's also been along around longer now and so it's becoming more mainstream and anytime any social media platform becomes mainstream that means there's more people on it um a couple winters ago when clubhouse was brand new i was on clubhouse all the time and we were getting great results we were meeting people we were interacting with them it was carrying over to after we were in a clubhouse room but then as Clubhouse grew and they opened it up to everybody, it just became harder and harder to even find the good content, but to also stand out and build those relationships too. Yeah, more people equals harder to get noticed, the more saturated it is. And the more people who are doing kind of what you're doing, it's harder to stand out. Definitely. Also, I just think people need to remember that 
there are so many things competing for our time right now. There's all the social media platforms and everybody has their favorite, but also it's, we're in a busy time of year. It's summer. People are on vacation. They maybe don't have their phones in their hands or, you know, they're having fun with their friends face to face and not maybe so much. Right. You're spending more time in the pool, less time scrolling on the couch, right? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Or on the beach and, you know, who really wants their phone full of sand? But yeah, people are just busy. We're, we're distracted this time of year. So I think it's important for people to remember that you have to stick with it and just not let the frustration get to you. All right. So we talked a little bit about some of the reasons why this is happening, but what should people do about this? For me, I think one of the big ones is give the algorithm what it wants. Every social media platform, more or less, has they've been talking for years saying that video is going to dominate. We're going to a world where people want to consume their content in video. And so the algorithms are prioritizing video content. So that's one is you need to prioritize what the algorithm is asking for. And we can talk about that another day about how some of the ways we go about that. Yeah, but I, I've seen it firsthand. I mean, my I have reels that do really well. And when you compare that to some of my photos that aren't getting very many likes, I mean, part of it is that the reels get different reach. They reach more people, which is a good thing. But yeah, Instagram, Instagram is definitely even still rewarding people for using their video features. Yeah. Okay, now what about viral videos, Abby? What do you think? Are viral videos good or bad? Well, obviously, it's great to go viral. But I think the mistake a lot of people make is that they are going viral for something that has nothing to do with their brand. And if you're going viral for something that has nothing to do with your brand, that's not helping you at all. So if you go viral, if you're a cooking account and you go viral for some random dancing challenge, now you have a bunch of followers who think you're a dancer and <laughs> you're a you're a cook. And so when when they see that you post cooking videos and not dancing videos, they're going to be confused and probably not interact with it. They might even unfollow you. So you want yes, you want to go viral, but you want to go viral for something that's make sense for your brand because then you're attracting the right people who are going to engage with it and are going to follow you and engage with your other content. Yeah, I think that's really important because when you're scrolling on Instagram, it seems like there's so many of the thought leaders out there, the influencers out there who are telling you, really pushing the use video, go viral. And everybody thinks that that's the benchmark for success. But if you're getting going viral for something that Maybe even it's memorable, but maybe it's not memorable in a way that helps your brand. That's not a good thing. Also, I think it's important anytime that there's a lot of changes and we're struggling is to remember to go back to the basics. Marketing 101, starting with who is our customer? Who are we trying to target? What do they want? Are they looking for a transformation? And then thinking about what is, what is what are we trying to do for our business? What is our goal in this season? You have to really start with the basics. Otherwise, you're just throwing out random content. And random content, again, could go viral, but it's not going to make you any money. Do you post inconsistently, share content on a whim, or make it up as you go along? Or maybe you're posting based on trends or doing what everyone else is doing. If you're doing any of these things, 
Your business is suffering as a result. Your business needs a consistent message and a consistent presence, not one based on things that pop into your head first thing in the morning. What if one simple change in your business unlocked engagement, trust, revenue, and the ability to live life on your terms? Ready for the secret? Savvy marketers plan their content. They don't leave things to chance. They don't chase shiny objects, and they aren't jumping from trend to trend, hoping to go viral. We can help you with this in our new course, Build Your Content Plan in a Weekend. Head over to our website, irisdigitalmediagroup.com slash content plan. Yeah, well, and, and consistency. Consistency isn't just about you know, posting on a regular basis. It's about being consistent in what you're talking about as well. Kind of like what we were talking about with going viral. You don't want, you don't want to go viral for something random. You don't want to be posting about all this random stuff where people are following you and suddenly they're like, I don't even actually know what you post about anymore. And that's not to say that your brand has to be one specific thing, but it should be a few small pillars and not posting about everything that pops into your brain. Yeah, and another thing just related to being going back to the basics is I think people who have been longtime YouTubers know this, but they aren't translating some of this knowledge over to TikTok and Instagram. And that is you have to start with a hook. You have to get their attention really, really early. And a lot of times there's a lot of videos that you see in Reels and TikTok where they just have a slow start. Well, and I think, I mean, I don't know the exact number, but I think it's somewhere between two and three seconds is how long you have to get someone interested in your video. So if you're, if one of those seconds is you getting a late start to even talking, you're, you're already missing out. You're already, you have to be on top of it. You have to have a good hook. You have to have good editing when it comes to your video. Because if one of those seconds is a pause, a breath even, you've lost one of those seconds that are going to get somebody's attention. Yeah. And this is completely off topic, not what we're talking about, (laughs) but you know, this is how my brain works is you see a lot of people do this when they go live on Facebook or Instagram and they, okay, I'm going to wait for everybody to show up and, oh, hi, Julie. Hi, Fred. Hi, Frank. And if you are not somebody's big follower already. If you're not part of their cult following and you're, if you're not already invested, you're not going to sit through that, that you, you jump on and you're like, what the heck is going on? You're wasting my time. See ya. And you click right off the feed. Yeah. So yeah. that's another example oh, of a I, hook, but in a different context. I No, I feel the same way. When I click on someone's live and I feel like, even if I'm not one of the first people, if I'm one of the first 15, 20 people and they haven't gotten started yet, I usually click off because I'm like, we, I don't have time for this. I'm busy and maybe, maybe I'll come back later, but you can't guarantee they're going to come back later. So I always think maybe you should, you should just get into it. As long as you have, like, you're not talking to nobody, but as long as you have somebody there, like get into it and then you can circle back later and and keep talking about it. And that's why, that's why you're taught to keep, I know we're getting so off topic here, but that's why you're, you're taught to keep, um, to keep throughout your live reintroducing a little bit what you're talking about from the beginning. So if someone's just joining, they might feel like they're at the beginning of what you're talking about. Anyway, definitely. anyway, this is all beside the point, but (laughs) yes. And it is okay to call out your your viewers, the people that tune in, 
but just don't lead off with that. You can involve them later on, make it more interactive, but don't lead off with that because that's your hook. This is when you're going to grab their attention. So that was a super long explanation for getting back to the basics, but those are some of the things that are included in getting back to the basics. And then I just want to say that I feel like a lot of people are getting so overwhelmed with reels because they feel like, oh, because reels are so important and Instagram is prioritizing video, like I can't post pictures anymore. And and that's not true. You can still post pictures, but if you want the engagement and you want the audience there who's going to give your photos love and appreciate them and, you know, your graphics, they don't even have to be just photos, they can be graphics, you need to build that audience of people who of people who are going to appreciate that sort of thing, which is why you do the reels because they get such better reach than anything you can post on your feed, like a static graphic or, or picture would. You want to reach more people so that they can come and be part of your little tribe. Yeah, I think also related to, I'm thinking specifically photos, pictures now. A lot of times people will post pictures and it's all about me, look at me, look at me. And even when you post a picture, it should be about your audience and you should be teaching them something because they, for one, are not going to share a picture of you and your family if there is not a lesson in there. So you need to be telling a story, engaging them in some way, but keeping it interesting and keeping it relevant to them. It's always about your audience and not about you, even when you're telling your own personal background story. Yeah, and I I feel like I'm guilty of this too, but the worst, and I know I'm very guilty of this, the worst thing you can do is post a picture and have the caption just be like, fun in the sun. And because, because what is that teaching anyone about anything, right? Right. Um, I mean, I, that's fine for your personal Instagram, but your brand Instagram, you need to have a lengthier caption. And this is a kind of a completely different topic. So we'll probably touch on this in a different episode, but keywords right now on Instagram are so important because Instagram right now is its own search engine. So if you don't have keywords in your caption, you are missing out on people finding you because of what they search on the search bar. Yeah, it is not purely driven by hashtags anymore. And really, hashtags are important when you're trying to look for, you're trying to search for content around a certain topic, but it's not really making it more discoverable um, because SEO is a thing now in your Instagram caption. So you want to make sure you're putting in those keywords. And then I think it's also important to change your expectations. Think about getting that message to just the one person who needs to hear it. If your message can get to one person, will it change that person's life? Instead of worrying about, oh my gosh, I didn't get 500 views. I didn't get 500 likes. Stop worrying about the numbers, because num- everybody's numbers are down. It's not just yours. Yes, and, and with your reels, don't don't be discouraged if you post a reel. Maybe, maybe it's your first reel, maybe it's your second reel, and it's not getting the numbers you want because Instagram, especially with reels right now, is, is really rewarding hard work and consistency. 
they want your video to do well because if your video does well, it's keeping you and the people watching your reel on their platform longer and that's what they want. So they want, they really want your reel to do well. I cannot say that for your, your static photos, but for your reels because they want reels to take off, they want your reel to do well. So if you continue to prove to them with posting consistently and not just posting consistently, you have to be posting high quality consistent stuff. Not just some random video of your face with music under it. It has to be something that makes sense, that people are actually going to watch. They're not going to push your random video for you. So consistent, good quality reels, they will reward you for that. And to post consistent quality reels consistently. Yes. (laughs) Okay, but here's my real question. Is it really worth it? Do you really want to be... Spending all your time on Instagram trying to please the algorithm. I personally think no, because there is so much more to content marketing and digital marketing than one platform. And so I would say you want to be in the place, but you don't want it to like consume you. I mean, if you hate it, if it's a time suck and you hate it, don't do it. I definitely agree. And I, I, I've always said this. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. That doesn't mean you have to be on every platform ever. But let's let's say Instagram were to shut down someday. I don't think that's very likely. But if it were to and all of your eggs are in the Instagram basket, then what do you do? Yeah. So I think I think it's. It's worth it to be on multiple platforms. You don't have to wear yourself thin, but pick some that you think work for your brand and that you like and and work on those. I think right now, TikTok and YouTube are great platforms to be on. Um, I think for a while, YouTube got into kind of a lull where people were like, I'm not seeing very good numbers, but I think, especially with shorts, the YouTube shorts now, people are seeing really good growth again on YouTube. So I think YouTube and TikTok are great ones as well if you're wondering where else to be other than Instagram right now. And we have a whole strategy around that too, so that will be a topic of another episode. So today, we have focused on Instagram because Abby got a question about, is Instagram dying? And so we wanted to address that with our first episode. But the point of our podcast is about all of content marketing and all the things that you can do so that you are not stuck relying on a platform where you're having a hard time being seen, where you are you don't feel like you're visible, where you feel like you're struggling. And then we also want to make sure that we are helping you come up with the strategies and learn what those things are so that you are making an impact in your business, whether you're on Instagram or TikTok or creating a podcast or something that's integrated, all of those things combined. Yeah. And I think we just, we just really want people to, to help people build a brand and a business that will make their life easier so that they can live their dream life because life is short. And I think, I feel like as I get older, I realize life is so short. And so why should you be stuck doing something you don't want to do? So if what you want to do is create a a business or a brand that's going to help you live that life of your dreams, we want to help you do that. And just from my own perspective, I have lived in the landlocked Midwest my entire life. And so it is my dream life to go record this podcast and serve our clients from a beach. And maybe not with my laptop sitting at the beach because, you know, there's sand. 
But, you know, like getting a condo and hanging out, traveling, seeing the world, letting my puppies explore the world. Yeah. And all the smells of the beach. The puppies deserve that. (laughs) Anyway, so those are just some of our thoughts on that. Every week, we are also going to give you a tip of the week, and this week's tip is from Abby. So this tip of the week has to do with what I was talking about earlier with, you know, you don't always have to be recording new content for Reels. If you have content on on Shorts for YouTube or you have content on TikTok, you can still post that on, on your Reels. But like we were saying... Instagram does not want you to have that watermark. So I'm going to share a website that I found. And I actually saw someone on TikTok mention this, and that's how I found it. And it's like so good. You just paste the link of your TikTok. I haven't tried it on shorts, but I know it works on TikTok. You paste the link of your TikTok into this website, and it downloads it without the watermark on it. And I have then posted them on Instagram. Instagram, as far as I know, has no idea that that came from TikTok because they're getting super good reach, like 30,000 views, sometimes even higher. I think my highest one that I did that with has like 300,000 views. So if, if TikTok knew, they wouldn't, I'm sorry, if Instagram knew, they wouldn't be promoting it, but I guess they don't know because I took the watermark off. So and did that, you get the name of the app? I'm about to give it. So the name of the website is snaptick.app and tick is like T-I-K, like TikTok. So snaptick.app. And like I said, you just copy the link and paste it and then you can download it. And you can do that on your Safari browser on your iPhone or whatever you use. You can just do that on your phone. You don't have to have a computer. So Awesome. And, you know, let's be real. From Instagram's point of view, you don't want a whole bunch of TikTok logos all over your app. Why oh, would you want to promote your competition all the I, time? I totally get that. And I and honestly, even and when I see that, I I understand, though, like, it's it's a lot of work to be recording new stuff or whatever. But, I mean, even when I, I'm not, I'm not a member of, like, I'm not on the board of Instagram. But even when I see people's TikTok logos on the reels, I kind of roll my eyes a little bit because I just... Well, because it, we know that you can take because, the logo because, off. Because so I know not? you can take the logo off and I know that they don't like it. So I'm like, come on. So so now you know how to take the logo off. So you will never have that issue. So Abby, what are we talking about on the next episode? On our next episode, we are talking about should you buy Instagram followers? If you know me, I feel like you already know my answer to this. But this is a hot topic with me lately. <laughs> so we're going to talk all about this. We'll talk about the pros the cons and let you know where we stand on that thank you guys so much for listening to this episode we can't wait to talk to you next time if you liked this episode please share it with a friend and give us a five-star rating